Report recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. All you ducks criticize his every phrase of rapture. You can't wait to read the headlines of his capture. Your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I'm out of hero. I just sacrificed to make your life a bit better each and every week. And this week is not going to get a bit. It's going to get a bunch better because we're going to start it off by talking about one of my favorite things around, Degrassi Junior High, and then we're going to move on to At The Movies. After that, it is the Retro Toy Marketplace where we're going to take a look at Stretch Armstrong by Kenner. It's going to be a hoot, everyone. All right. DJ Bot, let's get going. Kick it. Kick what, sir? Just kick something, dude. You got one job on the ship, and your job is to kick it when I say kick it. So just kick something. Okay, why did you not say so? I'm pretty sure when I said kick it, that that meant kick it. I will do as you request. This is the Toys R Us Report with IC Robots. We kind of hop together like Sonny and Cher. Too hot to trot and we just don't care. I just got word today that after 14 years on the air, Degrassi Junior High will be cancelled. Degrassi in its current incarnation has been on the air for 14 seasons, but has been in existence since 1979. I feel like I have been watching, and I have been watching Degrassi my whole entire life. If you don't know, Degrassi is a Canadian teen television program that follows the life of various students who attend Degrassi Junior High. It has been going on so long that the characters who were in it when I was a kid are now grown-up adult authority figures in the current version of the show. It is its own universe. It is a great awesome thing. The deal with Degrassi is that they are not afraid to tackle very serious subjects in a very straightforward way. You know, teen pregnancy, drugs, alcohol, you name it, and they have in some way tackled it. I used to watch it when I was younger, and then my wife and I got into it as, you know, in our adults, we got into it as a way to revisit some of the characters we knew, and we started watching it again, and as Icy Robots 2.0 has started to enter her teen years, we introduced it to her And it is now her favorite television program of all the times. In all seriousness, for her, nothing comes close to Degrassi. I have gone out and acquired for her every season, put them onto a media server, and it is all that she watches on our television. When she's home, it's Degrassi all the time. I mean it. She has her own Degrassi channel that she programs. It's just Degrassi, Degrassi, Degrassi all day. She has introduced the show to her friends, and they all watch it too. I'm very surprised that they canceled it. I do not know, I do not know the background on this. There might be reasons that we don't know that has led to the show being taken off the air, but it seems like 
It seems like it still connects with the kids. They all watch it. All these teenagers that she know, all these other kids that she knows, rather, are all into it, too. It all connects with them. Degrassi Junior High, it's an institution. It is something special. And I really mean that. I had intended to talk about Degrassi during this segment anyway, but what I was going to talk about was how... I watched it, my wife watched it, and how we passed it on to her, and how much she loves it now, and how important that was to me, and how good it makes me feel to see her watching something that means a lot to me. It's interesting to see her talking about Spinner, and Jimmy, and all these other characters, Snake, Spike, all these guys that I know are all characters to her that are important, and it's cute and awesome to see her talking about them as if they are a special part of her youth. And they are. Degrassi is... Degrassi is an important cultural touchstone. It really is. It's interesting that it's ever going to go off the air. I mean, seriously, it has been on now for, what, uh, 33 years? Anything that makes it to 33 years might as well just, I don't know, might as well just keep going on for all the eternities. I'm going to use this example to show you the kind of continuity and how long Degrassi has been on. During the original Degrassi show there was a character named Spike. And Spike's main storyline was that she got pregnant as a youngster and had to deal with all that entails. At any rate, her daughter, who was named Emma, then went on to become one of the main characters in Degrassi Junior High. And not only that, she married another character, not Emma, Spike. Spike married a character named Snake on the show, and Snake went on to become the principal of Degrassi Junior High as an adult. This guy grew up before our eyes. Spike grew up before our eyes, as did Emma. We saw her as a baby. It wasn't really the Emma who went on to become the character on the show, but we saw Emma as a baby, and me, as an adult, followed Emma's adventures as a junior high and high school student in real time. You know, I see Robots 2.0, she knows Snake and Spike as adults and Emma as the main character, and I know Spike and Snake as the characters and Emma as the baby. It's, it's just something special, and I feel, I feel really bad that the show has been canceled, so I gotta say this, we here at the ISR Command Center, Degrassi Junior High, we reminisce over you. One, two. The return of the boom bat means just that. It means the return of the real hard beats and toy chat. Another silly sucker wants his champion belt. But like a microwave these days, he make a melt. He never crossed over, never went pop. You know ISR will give you real toy talk. <laughs> Fool, sit down and buckle up for At The Movies with Icy Robots, VHS edition. Women's Prison Massacre is renowned Italian exploitation maestro Bruno Mattei's gruesome and shocking tale of female incarceration. The prisoner has been sentenced to five years in prison. When falsely convicted Emmanuel finds herself locked up in a corrupt penitentiary, she vows to defend her cellmates from the ruthless warden and brutal sadistic guards. Smoldering <laughs> sex and violence come four bloodthirsty death row inmates. Blasting their way to a prison taker, these psychotic criminals take advantage of the all-female situation. I'm ready to blow anyone that tries to move the bits in this mother-muggin' prison. 
I should have expected that this movie was going to be like it was when I saw that. The title was Women's Prison Massacre. This is another one of the tapes that I picked up over at the big uh, Bay's Rinkin video closure. And I've kind of been sitting on it, not really wanting to watch it because I'm just not one on the women's prison genre. But I decided, hey man, what the heck, I'll pop it in and well... I kind of wish that I did not. Women's Prison Massacre is in the Emmanuel uh, series. And if you've ever watched Cinemax at night, you know what Emmanuel is. I guess this is the one where Emmanuel gets sent to the clink, which is only fitting because Emmanuel has been everywhere. She's been to space. She's been to New York. You name it. She has been there on her, uh... Let's just say erotic adventure. The flick was directed by Italian director Bruno Mattai, who was around the exploitation genre forever. Let's take a quick peek at some of the uh, some of the movies that he has graced us with over the years. Let's see. SS Girls in 1977, uh, Porno Holocaust, Women's Prison Massacre, of course. Uh, Rats, a night terror, Monster Shark in 1984. That one actually sounds pretty good. Let's see, uh, Zombie 3, Zombie 4, here's one called Snuff Trap. I think we got a movie called Snuff Trap. That lets us know all that we would need to know about, uh, the kind of movies that you make and what kind of movies Women's Prison Massacre is. I, I don't even know why I'm doing this review. I apologize. I just didn't make it out to the cinemas this week to let you know about anything cool that's out and, well... I have, uh, I've been sitting on this tape for a while, so I don't know, my dudes. Women's Prison Massacre, while being fun to say, cannot get the IC Robots approval because, well, I, I don't know. I just can't recommend you watch something like this. But if you are the kind of dude who does enjoy your, uh, sexploitation flicks, check it out. You'll probably like it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, not ISR approved, but sort of, kind of ISR approved. Get ready for the Retro Marketplace. Okay, I see robots. This is your one chance. Show them what you got. Stretch Armstrong by Kenner. I never had Stretch Armstrong myself personally, but my cousin did. And one day we gave this guy, we gave this dude a stretch. Stretch Armstrong was cool because the dude could take a beating. It could take a beating more than any toy that was around at the time. Toys were kind of, kind of meant to be treated well in a way. But Stretch Armstrong was meant to be given a good, solid pulling. If you don't know about Stretch, Stretch Armstrong was a doll of sorts. He was a blonde muscle man in a black Speedo, which is questionable in itself. But he was made of a really hard rubber and filled with, like, I don't know what you'd say, like a, uh, a gelled corn syrup. And the whole gimmick was that one dude could grab one side, you could grab the other arm, and pull, and pull, and pull. And while dude would stretch, 
he would not tap out. He would not give in. He was just too tough for any of your random 70s submission holds. For real though, the 70s wasn't, uh, it wasn't exactly the apex of submission grappling. You might get like a chin lock or a figure four leg lock. It wasn't like anything today with this kind of Ronda Rousey jiu-jitsu judo armbar type stuff. But, you know, Stretch, he was, he was top of the game at the time because dude could really take it. Whereas, you know, if you got your G.I. Joe doll in a armbar, his arm was just going to straight snap off. Stretch, though, he could take a beating, and that, that made him have a, uh, successful toy run around my neighborhood. It also goes to show that it just did not take a lot to make a successful toy back in the day. Anything that might stand out from the other toys, man, it was good enough to get over. And Stretch, Stretch got over pretty big. He became some sort of a, a cultural touchstone of sorts. So back to where we started, my cousin had Stretch and we pulled and pulled and we, everybody wanted to break him. That was kind of the thing, I think, that they sort of advertised him as being indestructible without ever saying it, but all that did was make people want to destroy him all the more and destroy him, we did try to do. We would pull and pull and pull, till one day my cousin, he was just like, you know, I have had enough of this. I think that it's time we got to the, uh, we got to find out what was inside of Stretch. So he went to the kitchen, and he got a knife. And while we were pulling, he just straight up chopped. He straight up chopped a hole into Stretch's arm. He didn't go all the way through the arm. He just cut into it, but it was enough to squeeze the corn syrup out. We were kind of mystified with what this was, and we made a mess. We made a mess all over the play area with this goo. We were stupid kids. We did not know. As an adult now, I'd be like, what are you guys doing squeezing this goo all over my house? But you don't really think about the kind of mess that's going to be involved with goo squeezing, so we did it. We squeezed it all over the place. We, most of it wound up on a pillow. A pillow that we had, and the pillow got flipped. And I don't know what happened, because I never heard, I never heard how we destroyed this pillow. It may have been that the corn syrup, I, I don't know, evaporated, or whatever. Or maybe, maybe my aunt was just nice enough not to say, hey, you guys destroyed one of the pillows in our sitting room. But we never got, we never got any kind of punishment for that. But here's the funny part. Stretch Armstrong came with a patch kit. And my cousin, I guess eventually he went to his mom and showed her that Stretch got ripped. Probably in hopes that he could get another one. But they were the kind of people who did not let things go to waste. So what they did was, and I still think this is cool. And I still remember using this all the time. They filled him with water. They filled it with water and then they patched him up and they, they put him in the freezer and they froze him. So from then on, he had a Stretch Armstrong ice pack that they would pull out during one of our frequent uh, injury type escapades. I think about that Stretch Armstrong ice pack all the time. That would be something if I could go back in time and get something, I might very well go and grab that. All right, my dudes. We are going to go into our first commercial break. Let me dig into these tapes right here. Got a good Stretch Armstrong commercial, and then we're going to come back and learn a bit about the history of Stretch. All right, here we go. Take it away. Stretch Armstrong, from Kenner, 
Stretch Armstrong was a toy released by Kenner from the years uh, 1976 through 1980. Stretch was invented by Bill Armasmith. Now, I don't know if Mr. Armasmith ever invented any other awesome toys like Stretch, but even if he did not, merely making something as dope as Stretch Armstrong is enough to put you into the uh, IC Robots Toy Hall of Fame. So let's, uh, let's raise a glass and let's give it up to Mr. Armasmith right now. For the first time in a long while, we have an audience up here on the uh, space station today. And well, oh, wait, you guys are giving it up to me now? You're too nice. You're too nice. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. But please, 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 enough. You're, you're embarrassing me. Please, please, guys, come on. I, ha I have to get back to the show. Stretch is made of latex and he's filled with gelled corn syrup. According to reps from Kenner, to get this gelled uh, corn syrup, what they do is they boil it and then they remove the moisture through a patented scientific process. That's weird. I wonder what came first. I wonder if somebody had the gelled corn syrup and tried to think of something they could use it for or if maybe Bill Armasmith had the idea for a doll that would stretch and then went out and discovered this process as a way to uh, fulfill his dream of sorts. However it came about, it was pretty effective because when you got that stuff inside of Stretch's body, you could pull that sucker for up to five feet without breaking, man. That was pretty wild. Pretty durable. Pretty cool toy for the times. Over the years, and this just goes to show how popular Stretch Armstrong and how good of an idea it was, there has been over 60 variations on the original figure. Let's take a second and run down a list of a few. Computer, please bring up that list. I would be happy to. Here it is. Stretch Armstrong list 1A. Thanks again. You're the best. You are so much better than DJ Bot when it comes to this. You just have a better attitude. Do you want to read a couple of these? I know that you like to do that with the ponies. Uh, go ahead. Give it a shot. That would be so awesome. Okay, here I go. Stretch X-ray, 1977, had an oversized exposed brain and an alien-looking face with a transparent form that showed its internal organs. Here is another. Harbert Sport Mr. Mascolo, 1977 Italian version of Stretch Armstrong. And here is another from south of the border. Lily Lady El Hammer Elastico, Mexican version of Stretch Armstrong. Whoa, hold on, computer. Uh, I hate to cut you off. You are doing a great job, and I really appreciate it. But we have a breaking news update. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Take it away, news crew. This is a Toys R Us news update. All the toys, all the time. This is the Toys R Us report news crew, and we have fantastic news. It does appear. It does appear that Degrassi has been saved at the last minute. Netflix, the online entertainment giant, has swooped in, picked up the show, and in 2016 will air 20 all-new, all-fun episodes subtitled Degrassi, The Next Class. Many of the cast members of the program will stay on reprising the roles that we all know and love, but they will be adding a whole new cast of characters that eventually we will grow to love as much as the other folks that we have loved in the past. This, of course, is fantastic news. Netflix, you saved our soul. This is the Toys R Us news team tossing it back to you, IC Robots. That's amazing. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. It's like my heart was hurting to see Degrassi gone, and before I could even go all the way and have it break, it's been saved. Computer, what do you think of that? That's fantastic, right? It's hard to believe. It's amazing. No, it really is great news. 
I can't believe it myself. Yep, I'm Stone Cold Bug and I can barely believe it. Do you do you have anything else to add uh, on Stretch Armstrong or should we just should we just keep moving, do you think? I'm kind of thinking we should probably just get past this right now. No, I'm good. It's not as interesting as I thought it would be, really. Yeah, I know, right. It just turned out not to be that cool. I mean, I did playing with them as a kid, but when it came down to, like, researching it and checking it out, there just wasn't enough to make it cool. So, uh, let's move into the final segment of the Retro Toy Marketplace, where we tell you what it's going to cost to get Stretch back into your collection. And I've already kind of, I've already kind of taken a peek at it, and man... It's, it's pretty wild. We'll be back in a sec. Let me play for you the last commercial I got, though. I got the tape all queued up, so I'm not going to be digging around. All right, here we go, baby. Quick, let's ride. Let's keep you It's Kenner's new stretch x-ray. Stretching! Now he's bringing back into shape. You can see inside him. There's his internal support systems. Far out. I got him now. Let's wrap him up. He's breaking loose! Give up, Stretch X-Ray. We see through your evil schemes. Stretch X-Ray, new from Kenner. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. It really is the right thing to do, and we have recently added a bunch of really cool things that you can score up on by doing that. So, dude, just do the right thing, and you'll get something out of it, too. I'll get something out of it. We will all get something out of it. And, well, man, we all stand to gain. So, I mean, what what the heck, you know? What the heck? What, what are you doing with your money that is so important anyway? Supporting your family, paying your bills, that sort of thing. Dude, that's all hogwash. What you need to do is support the Toys R Us report. All right, so let's hop on over to eBay right now, and we're going to take a look at uh, what it's going to cost for you to get a Stretch Armstrong toy back into your toy collection. And man, uh, I was surprised at the price of some of this stuff. What I like to do is I go to the completed sold auctions, start at the top, and kind of work my way down. And the very first thing I see at the top of the list right here is a complete Stretch Armstrong still sealed in the original box and the dude is hoping to get $7,500 out of it. Man, that's a lot of money. That is a ton. If I had that kind of money to spend on toys, I do not know if I would be spending it on toys as much as I would be spending it on, I don't know, gold bricks or maybe silver bricks, whichever one is the better investment presently. I am not all on top of it at the moment. Do you know what though? I think that if I had the money to invest in rare type stuff, I think that I would go and buy comic books, collectible comic books, first appearances of cool characters, uh... Maybe some original art. I only have one piece of original art in my collection. I have a page of Harley Quinn drawn by Mike Huddleston that I haven't done anything with. It's in my closet in the tube. I mean to get it framed. It's a nice page, but I think that I would go out and I would buy like pages by Starenko or see if I could get pages by some of the greats. Neil Adams, uh, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, that kind of stuff. The real cool old-style rare art from way back in the Dizzy. The next thing I see here on the good old eBay is a supposed one-of-a-kind Incredible Hulk Dennis Fisher. Dennis Fisher is a company that released Stretch Armstrong over overseas, and this is claiming to be one-of-a-kind because it's autographed by Lou Ferrigno, and it might be because it's kind of a rare toy, but the uh, Lou Ferrigno part's probably not that rare. 
I've seen that dude at many a shows over the years, but uh, the dude put this one up for auction and it went for, wow, $4,850 with 50 bids. That is, that's a pretty good eBay score right there. The next uh, super high priced item is a Stretch Armstrong Stretch Serpent and somebody, they wanted 4,175 bucks, but they took a best offer. I wonder what that offer is. If it was mine, anything in the $3,000 range would be good enough for me because, dude, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to ask for a toy. But, uh, you know, big up to them, dude. Gotta give them props for making the money when it's available, right? And then a few little uh, clicks of the dial below that. Somebody has the head of the serpent. Just the head, no body. And they got, they got 1800 bucks for it. Dude, this Stretch Armstrong stuff is off the chain price-wise. Totally bananas, if you ask me. Then, if you move down a bit more, somebody here, and it's the same dude, it looks as if he has maybe four or five different stretches, and he's looking for 1400 bucks each. They are all still in the box, with the patch kit, with the instructions, and the whole thing, but man, 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 if you would have known, you could have bought a bunch of these back in the day and just sat on them, and right now, you would be, you could build your house out of gold bricks. I mean, you could, if you happen to have, like, I don't know, a million Stretch Armstrongs? I don't know how many bricks are in a house. What do you think? A million, half a million, one and a half a million? No idea. But if you had that many Stretch Armstrongs, you could have built your house out of gold. But I can see a lot of problems in doing that. It might not be the best material just due to the fact that you would have hobos. Maybe not even necessarily hobos. Just normal people taking chunks out of your house all the time to go and pay their bills. So I don't know, man. Maybe what you would want to do is build your house out of the gold bricks, but then cover it with something so that people did not know it was gold. That would defeat the purpose of having everybody gawk at your house, but at the same time, it would be something that you would know, and that would warm you on the inside. And really, it's more important that you know than letting other people know that you have a solid gold house. So even moving down a bit here to where we're at the 1990 release of Stretch Armstrong, these guys are going for 350 in a box. Dude, what's up with Stretch Mania? 350 for a toy from the 90s? That is, woo, that's a bit cuckoo bananas if you ask the kid. So, I guess it looks as if there will be no Stretch Armstrongs in my future, but that's cool. I mean, he was a cool toy, but it isn't something that I, not something that I was looking to reacquire anyway. But, alright, my dudes, we're gonna go, we're gonna come right back with the final segment of the show, the Toys R Us report itself. Do you ever think about when you're out of here? Blue snuggle teeth and yak face out of here. Migos and G.I. Joe out of here. No doubt ISR is old school, but he ain't going out. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment. Your weekly toy shop update. The Toys R Us report. All right, my dudes, thanks for sticking in so far. I completely appreciate the effort. And, you know, because it's summer and stuff, and summer's super fun, super cool, I can see how there is just so many great things to do that, you know, any minute you spend listening to me is a minute you are taken away from doing something great outdoors. So, hey, man, I got to give it up to you. Got to give it up to you for tuning in this long. And, anyway, I'm going to have to keep it brief because we are running out of time in the show. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, there just is not that much awesome stuff down at the Toys R Us as of late. What did I see? I saw some new toys from NECA. There is a, uh, what is it called? The Predator. 
a Predator and an Alien, both video game releases. Those are pretty neat. I did not manage to get a picture of them because I forgot my phone at home and I'm a dummy. But they were pretty cool. I saw that and it looks as if the new... Not even new, the Marvel Legends Spider-Woman series has finally arrived at my store, but I am seeing reports that the Ant-Man series is popping up at other stores, so just like always, we are way behind the times. And I don't even know what it is, but it looks like the garage sales have gone flat lately. I did not find anything. Last week I went out, and what did I get? Nothing awesome, and I went to like, dude, I went to like 20 garage sales, and I came home with a big box full of air. Not even collectible air, just normal boring run of the mill air. So with that, we're going to call the show, but make sure to go over to virtualdirtmall.com and help support the show with a generous purchase of some retro or not so retro junk. And we also got supportthereport.com. Go there, sign up with a monthly, uh, you can do it for as low as a dollar a month. And there are so many neat premiums involved. Oh, this is new. We got some brand new Toys R Us report VHS style labels. And if you are interested, go over to the Facebook group. That's facebook.com backslash IC Robots, I-S-E-E Robots. Just shoot me a message and give me your address and I'll send a couple out your way. I got, I got a million of these. So I'll be happy to stick them in an envelope, send them to your house. Just make sure to stick some somewhere where somebody might see them. So with that... We're going to head out of here. We are going to head for the hills, my guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Toys R Us Report, episode number 39. My name is Icy Robot signing out. If you don't know, now you know. Recorded live on Jupiter's moon, Callisto, this has been an Icy Robots radio production. Yeah, that's right. This jam is rated Cold Medina, man. That's right, Cold Medina. We're in EFFECT, otherwise known as Effect. Know what I'm saying?